Welcome to Career Crashers, where we tell the stories of those who are not content to wait around following rules and hoping for good things to happen. Great careers aren't found, they're forged. It's time to crash the party. Benefits can be an awesome perk of any job, but often we don't actually get to benefit from our benefits. Today, as we continue our company series, we're learning about Benepass, a company trying to change that. My name's Jacqueline Chen. I'm one of the co-founders and CEO of Benepass. My name is Max. I lead business development and sales at Benepass. Benepass is a benefits card for modern companies. We help companies take care of their employees with benefits. When you get a job that has benefits for the first time, it sounds amazing. Oh, wow, I have dental and physio and I can get a massage and usually the list goes on. But then you actually try to use it. You start finding out about the premiums, the limits, the complex and confusing process of actually accessing it or getting it reimbursed. It can be a lot, and it makes it a lot less amazing than it could be. That's where Benepass comes in. You know, as employees of big corporate companies, there is always this intranet page where you can log in and you can see your benefits. And there's one page with a ton of different logos on it. And it's all these things that you can ostensibly get as an employee of these places. But the direction is always email so-and-so on this team to get this discount code or show your work ID for this type of thing. And it was always a random like mix of things that you know some would apply to you as, an, as for your personal preferences and a lot of things wouldn't. And so we worked at ostensibly benefit-rich companies, but a lot of them weren't usable because the HR team and their limited bandwidth can only choose to work with so many vendors. And so what I observed was a problem within the HR department of, you know, they only have so much bandwidth to be able to offer so many things for benefits in terms of, you know, having relationships with vendors and having certain things that are offered. But on the other hand, you have employees whose individual preferences are so different from one another. And how do you create a super flexible experience for employees to be able to get what they want within the spirit of what the company wants to offer without creating a ton of paperwork for a finance person or an HR person having to approve every single receipt? And so the big problem that we're solving, Benepass, is that benefits are confusing, especially pre-tax benefits. Uh, there's all these acronyms, HSAs, FSAs, and they were built and they still look like they uh, are from the 90s. We we wanted to, you know, with our product, we think about providing a modern uh, upgrade to pre-tax benefits and, and company-sponsored stipends so that they look, feel, and, and most importantly, work like every other great workplace tool. So it takes that older and annoying benefits program and it makes it new simple and easy benefits that we cover today include tax advantage benefits things think fsa hsa commuter if and when that ever comes back and then also company funded stipends which include things like wellness stipends professional development work from home parental support um, whatever the company wants to support in terms of their corporate values Uh, And we combine all of those benefits onto one single card and mobile app. Um, So it's a no-brainer for employees to use, uh, one place to check balances. We also have a Benepass marketplace with vendors that we trust and and really like. And this helps employees choose the the vendor or the the service that's right for them and their families uh, to give them the full flexibility of whatever it is that they need or, or want to invest. What we're using is this card. 
which, you know, I knew about from my background in financial services in terms of like cutting edge on car technology. We're using car technology to solve this distribution problem. Benefits are necessarily centrally procured. So everyone gets access to the same slate. But we use our card so that people out there in the real world can swipe their card and say, hey, like this is something that will be covered by my company. And you use your mobile app to see, okay, this is, you know, these are types of things that are covered within something as as an example for like wellness. You know, you can go to the gym or you can increasingly, you know, you can focus on your mental health or whether that's a meditation app or going to see someone in person like a licensed therapist. Wellness is so broad as an example that, you know, the company, most HR teams, they want their employees to like get whatever they need. But the burden and the administration of needing to prove every single different type of thing is not something an individual HR team can solve. But it's certainly something we as a company and as a software company can solve in mass for a lot of employers. And that's awesome. But in the future, it could even do more. The goal over time is, I think, you as an employee, let's say you get an offer letter and here's your salary package. And then there's your benefits package. And instead of the employer dictating what that is exactly, they give you a budget and you are able to go use those, um, use that budget on whatever makes the most sense for you. So for most people, that would include health insurance, and that's tax advantage, which is great. For m- some other people, that should include some retirement savings of some kind. For other people who have, you know, this year or ha- uh, have a major health event or have kids and they know there's lots of recurring medical expenses, they might choose a different pocket. And then for, you know, maybe someone who's 22 and, you know, doesn't have a lot of health insurance needs, isn't quite yet thinking about saving for retirement or saving for grad school, maybe, and doesn't want to tie that money up, they can use the rest of those funds for, you know, mental health and wellness or uh, professional development. And we're basically providing the company the ability to offer that full flexibility and choice without having a ton of administrative burden behind that. Every great problem to solve requires a great team to solve it. So how did the Benepass team come together to solve benefits? So I met my co-founders. I mean, it's kind of serendipitous as all these stories kind of are. Um, so I have two co-founders, Mark Fisher and Kabir Soria. Um, they're both engineers by background and my background is obviously in the business side of the house. So Mark and I were actually housemates my second year of the GSB. Um, he was he went to high school with one of my classmates and there were six of us in the house. Five of us were MBA students and Mark was the sixth person kind of we like to call it. He was getting the free and fun education alongside us while he was working full time at Google. What kind of brought us all together is that we were all at a similar point in our careers where we were working at large corporate companies and wanted to, I think, transition out of that to see if we could do something more scrappy. But I think we were, you know, all of us are kind of in our um, late 20s, early 30s, had worked enough years in, in the corporate world to know what that was like. Obviously, all learned a lot, but I think we were just ready for a quicker change of pace and to be able to call our own shots, if you will. So they got to work and in the past year have started to expand the team. The first few hires have been kind of in network for our team. Um, so that's been the primary way that we've hired. Um, you know, we haven't gone into hyper growth quite yet. I think next year we'll reach that point to have, you know, 
a more structured hiring process. Also, a lot of our um, full-timers started off as contractors. Basically, everyone started off contracting or working for us part-time in some capacity, enjoyed working with the team. We enjoyed working with them and you know, have converted contracting opportunities into full-time. Um, so that's been, now that I think about it, basically everyone on our team has contracted for at least a little bit. So the, the, the try before you buy on both sides um, of the equation has worked out well for us. One of those contractor hires was Max, who joined to lead business development. One of the reasons why I joined Benepass was uh, just because of how strong the team is. was really impressed with everyone's backgrounds and just enjoyed getting to work with them um, in that consulting capacity. Uh, it felt like a no-brainer when Jacqueline brought up the idea of me joining the team full-time to, to build out the sales and business development side of things. I've now worked for three startups that were pre-Series A or had just raised their Series A round. When I was doing startup consulting, I was only working with companies that were just coming out of stealth mode or had just gotten seed funding, really early stage. But what I really like about early stage is that uh, there's a lot of autonomy. There's a lot of pride in what you're building or what you're selling. And you're setting up things for scale. You're building the blueprints or you're kind of drawing the blueprints uh, for what could be a really successful or, or not so successful endeavor. It's exhilarating. Like Max said, working in an early stage startup can be exhilarating and enriching. Max leads business development, but if you look on Benipass's About Us page, you'll see that his role is listed as talks to customers and solves their problems. And the same goes for Jacqueline. On the About Us page, you'll find that she steers the ship and runs business stuff. That's because in an early stage startup, everyone has to pitch in. Everyone helps no matter where it is in the business. And that's what makes it such a great learning environment. Early on as a startup, I think, within a startup, Titles don't mean a ton because we are all doing a little bit of everything. And, you know, as the quote unquote CEO, like I do CEO types of things. Like I talk to our investors, I'm thinking about our five year vision and where we want to go. But as a CEO of, you know, I'm a CEO of right now, our team is eight people, I still answer customer support tickets. You know, I'm talking to customers like they email me. They're like, they can't log in. Like I'm retrieving their password for them. (laughs) So we all do just such a big variety of things that I think having any sort of, you know, being wedded to certain titles is really not what it's about. You know, at the end of the day, we have roles in which, you know, this is our main role and this should fill at least 50% of your time. But the rest of the time is pitching in and helping out wherever we need help. And I think that's the fun of working at an early stage startup. Um, and I think a lot of our you know, team members are attracted to that. You're not siphoned into this is your role you know, in, in a bigger company and necessarily for organizational sake. This is your role and you got to kind of stay in your lane. We barely have lanes. And that's something that I think you know, attracts a lot of people to an early stage startup. Early stage startups are an incredible place to learn and grow in your career. But how do you prove you're the right fit for a startup that's looking for someone who can do so much? Well, Max's story can show us a lot, and it's not the journey you might expect. So I studied pre-med undergrad and never thought I would really go into business or startups. I quickly learned that I was not as passionate about basic science or or research as as a lot of my colleagues in the pre-med track. Uh, So instead of working in labs over the summer, 
I started working for healthcare companies and, and startups. Uh, I worked at a VC fund that did medical devices. And I think, you know, those experiences just taught me that working in a startup or working on, you know, the business side of, of things can feel really impactful in a way that I thought I would only be able to get out of a, a career in medicine, out of actually practicing medicine as a physician. Uh, and I learned that that wasn't necessarily the case. And also working in a startup is really fun. So decided to, to cancel my MCAT and ended up just cold emailing a bunch of companies um, that I thought were really cool. Um, reached out to their CEOs and asked for five minutes to chat. One of those companies or a few of those companies got back to me. I ended up working at one of them and I joined as their sixth or seventh employee. The opportunity uh, at the company at the time uh, as a non-engineer was on the sales team. I knew nothing about sales um, and kind of just jumped right in was doing full full cycle sales. So everything from the cold email and the cold call uh, to engage prospects all the way to negotiating prices and, and contracts with the CFO of, of tech companies. So it was a great experience um, that really threw me into sales. And I just really liked it. I like connecting with, with the customers and, and solving people's pain points. Sales folks tend to be really fun to work with as well. And I've stuck with it ever since. You know, the, the first sign of, of someone being good at sales is someone who's proactive. They're, they're starting a sale. Uh, so when I was cold emailing these companies that I had just read up about on TechCrunch or, or Crunchbase, um, taking that initiative, I realized was probably the first uh, step in, in a long sales cycle. And I th I've always encouraged, you know, people who have asked me, um, you know, when, when I talk to younger people or, or friends who are thinking about career pivots or, or wanting to work in startups, I give them two pieces of advice. One is just, you know, I think, be pro proactive. Cold email the companies that you want to reach out, or you know, the cold email the companies that you think are interesting, and set yourself uh, apart in some way, and sell something. Um, I think you learn a lot about a company uh, through sales because it touches so many different parts of a company. I think an awesome way to start uh, anyone's career or pivot into startups. So what is Benepass looking for in new hires as they continue to grow? Early stage, I think we're looking for people with really great attitudes and just love to get shit done and pitch in wherever is useful. You know, you, of course, there's like kind of a core competency of like what your role, like what your main, main responsibility is. But we're looking, I think, above all is really great attitudes and people who have a track record of getting stuff done, even when it's not obvious or easy. That, you know, progress is better than perfection. We're going to all make mistakes, but we just need to kind of keep moving forward. And we're definitely looking for those types of traits when we hire. We don't, for example, have like, we can't hire someone who needs to sit down on day one and say, okay, teach me what I need to do. You know, it needs to be a combination. Of course, like we try to train people as best as possible, but the attitude is more like, okay, I'm here. I'm ready and eager to help. Like, here's what I can do, but tell me what like needs to get, what are the priorities for the company today, this month, this year, and let's try to work really hard together to get that all done. Um, and so that's definitely what we're hiring for early stage is kind of that early scrappy attitude. I'm a big proponent of the philosophy of hire people young uh, for big roles. And I think when you get people who are smart uh, and equipped to to move quickly um, and put them in positions um, where they need to step their game up, what I've seen is that people really do uh, step up to the to the challenge uh, and do a great job. And I think working remotely, you know, that that fits in pretty nicely with working remotely. Um, so the folks on our team, I think, joined the company because they wanted 
uh, steps up in their career. They wanted to do something different. We had people, you know, leave uh, big tech companies after being there for five, 10 plus years, um, but they wanted a new challenge or, or something different. And I think there's a lot of pride in, in what everyone does in, in making the best product uh, and creating the best experience for our customers that uh, makes one, you know, personally, what I think is an incredible product and service and, and two, um, Benefast being a really fun place to work. I think so highly of everyone on our team. Everyone is super, of course, very competent and very smart and gets shit done. But the same day, like at the same time, is the type of person that you want to have a beer with and shoot the shit with a little bit. Um, and it's definitely like, you know, that type of person that you'd want to talk to, enjoys talking to the team and also like is very competent and focused. Um, so that's that's definitely one part of it um, is kind of the organic aspect of it. The other part in terms of like what I think about as a CEO and, and values that I've tried to espouse as we built this company, I would say two main things come to mind. One is, I think, transparency within the company. And then the other thing is empathy. On the first one with transparency, I think we're a remote first team. There's not a ton of, you know, we don't have the water cooler physically to go talk to each other um, in a room. And so transparency around what I'm working on, what you're working on helps us all work together more efficiently, faster. On the second piece, um, I think empathy is another thing that um, I really try to emphasize. And I think, frankly, our team is just naturally empathetic, which is for our customers, we're constantly thinking, how can we make their lives easier? For our HR teams, like how do we, you know, check all the boxes you need to check as a representative of the company? But at the end of the day, you really, you know, people join HR and people ops to help other people as well. So how can we make their lives easier and reduce the admin burden and make offering benefits a more delightful experience for them to be able to offer this to the rest of their team? And then for individual users, you know, it, there's some tax jar jargon. There's a lot of difficult things that can be kind of annoying or difficult to understand. And we want to try to improve the user experience every day to make it seamless and intuitive for them. And then within the team, I think, you know, again, we're a remote first company, partially because mostly driven by the pandemic, um, as you know, when we've hired most folks have actually been during the pandemic. So being empathetic, because, you know, knowing that not every intent or intonation or emotion is going to come across on Zoom or on Slack, the way that we communicate is just, you know, we assume the other person is trying to do their best and give it their all. And there might be times where your hair is crossed or whatever it is, and then you resolve those differences, but just assume best intent and be empathetic in the case that, you know, if someone's having an off day, like they're having an off day and we can kind of all work together to try to move forward. So those are the two things that definitely come to mind. Benepast is also in the interesting position of building a fully remote team in this new remote only work world. Here's Jacqueline with a bit more of what the future looks like as they continue to grow. For 2021, I've guided most of the company to we're going to be remote. Um, it, it seems like with the way that the pandemic is playing out, my guess is that like, you know, 2021, I have told everyone, let's just stay remote. Um, for 2022, and as our team grows, I think a lot of folks really like the uh, working remote aspect on our team. 
And I, and I think there's mixed. And I think there's some people who would like a bit more office culture. So my guess is we'll probably have some hubs, but with even within our eight people right now, we cover, I think, five or six cities already. Um, and so I think we'll let people go to WeWorks as they want, or if there's a nucleus in New York or San Francisco, um, certainly, you know, get a small office there, if that makes sense, um, depending on where we are headcount wise. Um, I'm certainly open to that. But I mean, personally speaking, I think being remote gives us a ton of flexibility to hire from, you know, anywhere in the country. And we even have um, some offshore developers in Brazil. And we're able to kind of access talent from everywhere, which is which is has been great for us. So how do you get to know each other and build team chemistry when you're only working remote? We make it fun. Um, we, we start our daily syncs with icebreakers. Um, so everyone is getting to know each other personally and not just kind of on a professional basis. I think that's what's great about Benepass. Um, everyone takes their wellness super seriously and their professional and their personal growth seriously as well. So I think it's been really great to work with a team that respects and, and encourages everyone to, to find happiness um, and find challenges outside of work. And every few weeks, we'll do a happy hour or a dinner. We'll play games on Zoom. And I think actually this Wednesday, we're, we're doing some trivia um, over dinner. So we're making it work. If you're excited about what Benipass is building and could see yourself on their team, the best way to get on the radar is to send them a pitch of why you're excited and what you can do to help. Go to crash.co to create your account and send Benipass a video pitch that blows them away. To learn more about Benepass, go to getbenepass.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-N-E-P-A-S-S.com. As always, you can go to crash.co to get the best career resources out there and to connect with the community of career crashers. And as we continue our series diving into great future-focused companies, you can find full, unedited interviews that are used here in these episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash careercrash. Until next time.